All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Oilers Nation Radio pre-draft and free agency edition. Also, a quick programming note before we get into it. We are back to two episodes a week for next week only. Well, we'll see how the free agency goes. I think we could do we a probably free agency on Tuesday. Two, yeah. Okay, so the next two weeks, we'll do two episodes a week. Yeah, the next Tuesday is what, like, probably the fifth or something like that? So, yeah, yeah. four or five Yeah, so we'll have a lot to talk about on that yeah. Tuesday. All right, so next two weeks, expect two episodes at least of Oilers Nation Radio, though Tyler is going to be in Nashville. You're probably going to have a bonus one because you're going to be talking to Stephen Ellis. Yeah, I'm going to find time to talk to Stephen Ellis about the draft. It'll either be released as an extra ON radio or an extra ON every day. One of the two. So subscribe to both. Yeah, just good. subscribe everywhere. Yeah. The Nation Network stable of podcasts is robust and there's something for everybody. Will you be eating Nashville hot chicken while you're doing the interview? Not while, but I plan on having Why? That's on one of the that's one of the fun things to do He'll now. He'll be there with Jay, so Jay is going to crowbar at least a handful of hot chicken sandwiches. Oh, there. I'm surprised he's not there already. Oh, he's been probably thinking about it. That's why he was eating that salad the other day. Yep. Keep it tight. Yeah. Operation keep it tight. <laughs> gotta happen there's a lot of stairs in nashville man you gotta be prepped for that stairs steps fitness will you be putting out uh more nation stickers as i feel like the one we left at bridgestone oh, probably yeah. got I taken probably down bring some with me hey mm-hmm. that one will probably be need to be replaced is there a new one we can add to the uh because inside tootsies is where there's the nation sticker there's tons of new stickers and there's the yeah, stickers. leon you're a hot bitch Yep. So there's two stickers in Tootsies already. We have yeah. tons of more options now. I think we need to get some more in there. Yeah, 100%. We've got to oil up stickers that can go on there. We've got the Leon, the Hot Bitch ones. Hot Bitch is already in there. Oh, that one's in there? Yeah. I like it. All right. For our friends at Oodle Noodle, it's time for the delicious debate. Mm-hmm. 18 locations and counting. Remember, if you are in Edmonton, you can get a free sticker at any of the Edmonton locations. If they don't have any stickers in stock, just slide on into my DMs. I'll be like, hey, Jay, we need to restock at the Oodle Noodles and okay. Okay. If you live in Calgary, you're still SOL. 
Way it goes. You made poor life choices. Now you don't get a free sticker. Way it goes. But Tyler? you noodle in Calgary. Sorry, Mark delicious. Savard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you think all the Calgary Flames are leaving Calgary? No stickers. No stickers. It's true. People love stickers. Tyler, what is our delicious debate today for our friends at Oodle Noodle? The game is called over, under, or exact. And the question is, Mm. how many moves will the Oilers make in the next seven days? So from right now until when we record next Friday, so it won't count for agency, how many moves will the Oilers make? The number is two, over, under, or exact. Do draft picks count as a move? No. All right. So just how many trades in general? Trade Trade buyout, maybe. You think that's possible? In the draft weekend. In the next seven days from now until... The line is set at... Two over, under, or exact. And qualifying offers don't count. No. Pound so we're just over. talking straight. You're taking over? I'm pounding the over. What's your guess? My trick is. is Actually, you know think- what? Don't say your guess yet. Yeah. I want to get. So Dan's over two. Yeah. We'll get your guesses afterwards. Okay. Liam, what are you at? Uh, under. I'm also going under two. Tyler. I'm going under. Rick? Exactamondo. Oh. Okay. So everyone, we got all three answers covered. Now I'm excited for the. I think process. a, so my guess is I think a Keller Yamamoto late round pick trade is going to happen. That'll be my one move that I'm assuming is going to happen at the draft. That is also my, my pick. Kyler Yamamoto to the Chicago Blackhawks for a six round pick in 2023. Dan, what you got? You, you were the only one that went over. Yeah. I'm going to say it's over because I think that there is going to be a player trade made. And then I also think that Ken Holland has been talking since I don't know, at least last season about how he likes to give his scouts an opportunity to get some picks on the table. And so I think that he's going to trade down a couple times in this draft and we're going to see three moves. Actually, Ooh, I didn't you know what I, I hadn't really considered trading <laughs> down. Point. So I'm changing my answer. I'm going to go two. I'm going to go the Kale Yamamoto trade still happens. And then he's going to trade down from 56 to just a little bit lower and then get an extra pick in the third round. I thought you said picks were an option. Oh, we trade, no like draft drafting, drafting a pick, but, oh, but trading the pick is okay. an option. I will go exact then, and I will just piggyback off Dan. I'm gonna, say, under. I'm gonna say three though. I do think a player gets moved at the draft. Too. I, I think it's Yamamoto, and that'll be it. They'll stay quiet until Friday night, Saturday morning when free agency kicks off, and then maybe we'll see another trade then. But one in the next week. Rick, what do you got? I'm gonna stick with my two. Because I think if you make a Yamamoto trade, you're probably getting your draft pick that way. So there's no need to go backwards in the draft. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to stick with my two. Tyler, you're going to the draft. You leave on Sunday. Mm-hmm. What are you expecting? Because like last year you were there. Yeah. We had a conversation when you were on the way home from Montreal. You said just kind of sitting there waiting, especially on day two is a little bit dry. Oh God, it's so dry. But this year, the Oilers only have three picks as of today. What are you expecting from the draft? And yeah, there? like at least last year, the Oilers had a first rounder. They made a move on night one. Remember the Cassian deal getting out of his contract. So like there was a little bit going on. I don't expect anything night one from the Oilers. I, they're not, there's no way for them to trade into round one. They don't have the assets to do that. They don't have a piece that anyone would want to give up a first round pick for. So I'm expecting the Oilers to be very quiet on Wednesday and on day two, I think they'll make that second round pick trading down is actually a decent shout. I could see Ken Holland being interested in doing that. Um, but then also we'll probably see the Yamamoto deal that day, but day two of covering an NHL draft is impossibly boring. It's all players, or for the most part, it's guys you've like never heard of, right? The first round picks, you know who they are. There's the drama, like where's Mitchkov going to go? Like all these guys, right? Day two, there's just none of that. Well, it's because you're not trying to make it fun. I know. 
If you just go, do you have any ideas that Tyler how we can make it fun? Of course I, was I do. Gonna just say I have a couple of thoughts. Let's grab, go. Let's grab let's, your computers and your yeah. and your cameras and whatever. Yeah. You head down to Broadway. You head up the stairs at Tootsie's. You push a couple of tables together. <laughs> you got a nice little. You got your computers out there. You got Twitter open on everybody. You got, you got your phones out there. You get some drinks. You get some tequilas. You get some food. Everything's better that way. So you're saying just cover it remotely from Bail. across the street. Yeah. Yeah. Go for cocktails. Fair. See, I was going to say you go on Twitter or on any machine and you just put out a couple of uh, names of people that you've seen around yeah. and then you just follow somebody. You just stalk them for the entire day. Tyler, I thought it does remind know. me last year you put out a tweet just uh, day two where you go, Ken Holland walked over to so-and-so's table yeah. and kind of went, Whoo. That's exactly it. Weren't you talking about your poutine last year too? No, the hot dogs. Was it the hot dogs? Yeah, the hot dogs. Oh yeah, the press hot dogs. They're so good. Yeah. Give us like minute by minute, second by second. Yeah, get really granular. Maybe a live blog. That was kind of the cool part about night one is there was like a lot of movement there. And also the other thing that made last year's draft so much fun to cover was in Montreal, they have the first overall pick. They... Not full on stun, but surprise a lot of people by going Slavkovsky instead of Wright. Like Shane Wright fell. Like there was all this drama. So this year I'm not expecting it to be as intense from a like draft floor standpoint. But I mean, there are also a lot of teams that could potentially be making big on trades. day one. You just go meet your meet everybody you want to deal with on two on the day two. Yeah, you invite them by day two. Like listen, between one fifteen and one thirty, come up to Tootsie's. You meet with us. You sit down. You talk with the team. We'll have a couple of drinks. You move on one thirty to one. 145 you got a new one in there you just need someone to write everything down you'll be good to go all right what's the setup like like you're sitting at a table or is it just like a collection of media tables what is it like there's a media riser so think of the draft stage is on like one end of the ice Mm -hmm. just on the opposite end where the other net would be they just have a big riser with like 10 20 30 40 50 like 100 seats on it and they got power and all of that so you can go plug in your computer perhaps you could challenge your fellow media members to like a leg wrestle maybe Maybe put Twister down, challenge Frank. When we were talking about ways to make day two of the draft more interesting, I was thinking more from a league perspective. Maybe you set up like a wipeout style course. And as the players get picked in rounds two through seven, they got to through there to, they get 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 through there to get their jersey. Like you have to earn it. I dig it. Yeah. I like that. If you have ideas on how Tyler can make the draft more interesting or a little bit more fun for him, Hit him up. Slide Alcohol. on into the DMs. Yeah, I just think bare knuckle fighting on the stage between the draft pick that was previously selected and the one that's currently being called up. And then the winner gets to take on the next one. Think of how much press you'd get if you give Bettman a Goldberg spear. <laughs> he deserves one. There. Or an F5. I like this. Brock Lesnar. Mm. Any da, other? Da, da, yeah. da. That is John Cena. I don't know. I can't the see people's him. elbow. Oh, the people's what was album. called? Stone the Rock. Stunner. No. <laughs> no. The end of a claw. The Rock have Bottom. To change it because people got offended. It wasn't like the people's no. album. No, wasn't it, it called no, the no, F U or something like no, that? No, he had the Rock Bottom. No. And then no, he had the John Cena. Album. Oh, John Cena? Yeah. John Cena had the F U. Was it the F U? Then he had to change it. it Why? People frick don't you. like the F U? I can't remember what it was. It stood for Frick. Mm. <laughs> Fudge. F-U. The STFU. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was the STFU. It was the STF. But he put the U on it because he's an edgy character. Mm, he was edgy. Now, I remember the John Cena rap era. John was Cena great. was, was milk. Well, the attitude adjustment. That's what it was called. Classic. Oh, that's his. Yeah, that's his like F5 type of move. Yeah. yeah. The STFU was on the ground. One hour of wrestling talk <laughs> with your I'm buddies. I'm in. Delicious debate. Everybody, how many moves are the Oilers going to make? Tyler said the over under at two. 
What do you should think? We, should we tease it up to two and a half, Tyler, maybe? And then they get some more exciting answers from either side. Yeah, maybe. Two and a half is the new line. Sure. There you go. We've moved it. Line's been shifted. So I'm taking the under still. I'm at two. Yeah, I'm sticking with the under. Anybody changing their answers? <clears throat> still going over. I'm going under. All right. There you have it. I want to hear from you on radio podcast, Twitter, and Instagram. How many moves do you think that the Oilers are going to make at the NHL entry draft? Changing gears. Another Alberta team. They should be interesting at the draft. They could Crusaders? rack up a ton of first round picks. The Crusaders? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have Liam here. We for made it. out a big move already. Welcome, Ryder Mata, everybody. Welcome, Ryder. Yesterday, in a series of probably, I don't know, five, six tweets from Frank Saravalli, a lot of days got ruined down in Calgary as he reported, speculated, whatever you want to call it, reported that basically half the team is moving on. <laughs> Could move it or refusing to, to resign. Yeah. How's that? Yeah, they won't. Aren't interested in coming back. Okay, how many are how many are UFAs? How many are walk out the door right now without them being able to do anything? None of them. None of them. Oh, what the hell do we UFAs. care then? They're all pending UFAs next year, just like Matthew. <laughs> because Pichuk Craig was. Conroy said when he was hired that he wants to go talk to everyone and make sure that they want to come back. And if they don't, he doesn't want to be in a situation where he's letting them go for nothing. So he'll trade them. Yeah, yeah, but that's. It'd be more fun if they were UFAs right now and they got to get the deal done in the next five days. And they're like, yeah, now we're out. And you'd be like, ha there's nothing. No, that'd be less yet. fun because then they just walk for nothing. Now we get to see them like make trades and stuff. It'll be like cool. But yeah, but he has, an, opp- he has an opportunity to, to do something good. I don't want that opportunity. I just, I just like want to see job. the air out of the tire. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see a franchise dealing from a position of not much power. For four different deals. Every possibly. time these guys do something this summer, everyone just talks them up and pumps their tires and says they're they're great, they're great, they're great. So it's that's what I'm assuming you'll hear. But I don't think the team's going to be very good. What do you mean no power? Um, sorry, I was distracted by Rick's comment there. What did Thank I just you. say? What was the statement? <laughs> you said the you said the team has no power. Oh, because they've announced that all of these guys don't want to be there. Yeah, but you aren't for the fact they have a year left in their deals. Like they have to honor those contracts. Those players could play next year. Yeah. Unless they don't want to get paid. The move of Craig Conroy actually holding onto a few of them and letting the market develop in season up to the deadline actually isn't crazy. Like, and teams also bidding work and these are also good players, right? Like teams want Elias Lindholm teams want Tyler to and the idea of getting them for a full year instead of waiting till the deadline teams will pay. So, Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So you maybe lose a little bit of power in the fact that they want to leave, but I think the bidding war between the teams that kind of look at them will bring that value back up. Given that the drafts in a week, I'm curious how much of this movement is going to happen over the next week. I guess that's what I'm waiting for in Calgary because trade deadline makes a ton of sense. Oh, although what if Calgary's kind of in the mix at the yeah. trade deadline, then what do they do? Do you still sell anyway? That would probably be if I was in Craig Conroy's shoes, like we touched on this a little bit on Owen every day. Like right now you have the built-in excuse to go through the rebuild that that organization probably needs. Rack up a ton of first round picks and say, hey, look, I don't want these guys to walk for nothing next year. The bottom line is the Flames will be close to a playoff bubble team again if they keep all these pieces. And it is a much worse look to have to do this at the deadline if you're contending. Because they should have done it last year. Um, Of these four or five players, who actually brings back first round picks? Hannafin, Lindholm, Toffoli. You think Toffoli still brings in a first round oh, pick? Oh, yeah. Dude, he had 30 some goals last year and that team wasn't that good. 34, 73 points. Gets you a first for sure. Right, first plus. Noah Hannafin, I could see probably drawing a first. I, I first. think the only one that won't is Backland. And even he'll probably get you a second. 34, cap hit isn't 
He's five. How old's to forty? Five million. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Oh man! I just wonder if Conroy's asked Kadri, Huberto, and Weger if they still want to stay. The good they news don't. is that Jonathan Huberto's contract just kicked in. Actually, not yet. Yeah, in, a week, in, a July days. in a week, it kicks in. We'll celebrate that here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only ten more years and one week left in that deal, Jonathan. Or sorry, eight more years. <laughs> You'll be thirty-eight when it's done. Good news. Still be playing in the saddle dome. Probably. Here's a question. Who will score more goals next season? Jonathan Huberto or Derek Ryan? Mm. If you have to ask this question, you know, <laughs> DR, you gotta go DR. I think it's the only logical answer. It's the only, it's the only possible answer. There's laws. He hears Derek Ryan's name mentioned even in passing. And he appears like a phantom. <laughs> like a swan song, right? So you'll probably put up a 20 to 25. There, yeah, I would say DR. he's going to, he's probably going to have a bounce back, but not, I still don't think he touches Florida numbers. Especially if half his teammates are gone. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, that'll be a, that'll be an obstacle. Because if they actually, if Calgary actually starts moving some pieces here over the next little bit to try and get some draft picks, like that Huberdor contract is going to age like a Titan submersive. Oh, it's going to age like the Cadre one. Yep. Do you like that one, Liam? <laughs> I'm picking up what you're laying down there. <laughs> ah. Laying down. <laughs> it's not funny. That's kind of fun. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be an interesting season to watch in Calgary. It's like Rick said, though, last year was the summer of Brad got out of the Gaudreau leaving, got out of Kachuk wanting it out. And oh, they're going to win. They're going to win the division. I think he should trade all of his players back over to that same division for big names over there and watch them over here and do absolutely nothing. Again. You want anyone on that list? You'd like to see the Oilers get Rick or are they all dirty flames that you don't want to touch? Oh, they're to all dirty in. flames. But I mean, they're the, the one that I think that would suit them the best right now without having to change a lot would probably be to Foley, but I don't think his contract's going to be small enough to get in there. 4.1 mil. Yeah. And I True. don't think we, I mean, for one year, I'd you're looking that. at like two to three is what we can spend, right? If it, yeah. But if they could, if you, if they took Fogel in the deal, then, you know, like I would love to have, you to know what? Fogel. I don't think if, if they were UFAs, I'd probably be a little bit different, but I don't like the trading with them at all. Why? You're giving them players that kind of know you. I don't like helping them at all. I'd rather just take from them or just not deal with them. Well, and it's also what I said on Oilers this nation every day too, is if you make a deal with the flames, you're probably going to have to pay a premium of at least 15% over what everybody but else. They're would making the deal with us. So therefore they have to pay for it. Like if there's sometimes when we're the, actually the one in the, but like if the Oilers were the ones getting to Foley, that is a massive help for the Oilers, yeah. given that he's playing next to dry Yeah. I mean, it, it, I would love we're it. Also just, getting, I can't we're see also, it happening. We're also getting rid of taking a player that they know that doesn't want to sign there. If yeah. they, if, if it's just to say it was for Fogel, yeah. well, then you don't know what Fogel wants, but you do know that Toffoli doesn't I don't, want to be But you wouldn't anymore. be trading for Toffoli to re-sign him. You're trading for him to let him walk at the end of the year. He's your one-year rental. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think we'd have to pay anymore because Calgary's getting rid of them because they know he's not good. He's walking out the door at the end of the year. Anyway. I just think no. a guy like Toffoli would I think it'd be, like a, it'd be like, it'd be yeah. a soft. Like, there, nah. there's neither, neither, buddy, neither team is going to sit there and have the advantage in this trade. I think, no, I think the Flames would want more from the Oilers because they could sit there and go, we'll trade Tyler Toffoli to any Anyone else who's yeah, like the fucking like you know the Rangers yeah. or something want Tyler Toffoli? I think that the price for the Rangers to acquire him would be less than it would be for the Oilers. It'd be like a first round pick and a contract, and for the Oilers, they might say, "Oh, we want oh, we're not a first first man." Oh, I would easily give up a first for Tyler Toffoli. But you said you're gonna let him walk out the door tomorrow. Well, yeah. the next day, I, I think a first round pick is worth one year of a thirty goals. I think you can use that first round pick with someone who's gonna have a longer term. That's all. Maybe. Well, they did with that call. Yeah. Well, that was. 
But there's also and Barry Schaefer and yeah, Barry, right? Yeah. Those three assets to get four years of echo. One asset to get one year of a good player is worth it, especially where the Oilers are at. The point I wanted to make was like the Oilers don't really, there's not really another Tyler Toffoli esque piece out there. Konechny, maybe, I guess, right? And don't we kind of already have our Tyler Toffoli and Connor Brown? Like well, I know, I know, I know Toffoli is probably a better offensive and whatnot, but I'm fairly certain this is already a done deal and that, and he's penciled in in Yamo's spot and. Like, I just, I just feel like that's already been taken care of. So it might've been. Yeah. We're going to get to Connor Brown. Don't you worry. I got quotes. They're tasty, but first, sometimes it's nice to have some insurance, Rick. It is. That's why we go to cornerstone insurance. We go to cornerstoneins.ca. We get some insurance cornerstone insurance brokers. Of course, have been Edmonton's premier boutique of insurance brokerages over 90 years of success and still growing. Is it cornerstoneins.ca forward slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use the discount code nation for an exclusive rate? You want a discount? Of course you do. Do you need insurance? Of course you do. Might as well pay less for better service with Cornerstone Insurance. Got it? Good. Since Rick brought up Connor Brown, we might as well talk about Connor Brown. It seems like he's an oiler already. Whether or not that actually happens remains to be seen. We thought he was going to be an oiler last year. Bob McKenzie said that the Oilers were tied to him. Didn't end up happening. Okay. However, this time it kind of feels almost like the Zach Hyman, Jack Campbell thing where it's like, how fast is it going to be after the opening bell that he signs with the Edmonton Oilers? And also like, what's the contract going to look like just because he has the, he played four games last year. Yeah. And he, so he has the ability to just have the big bonus contract, right? Which obviously mm-hmm. makes it super appetizing for the Oilers, but like how much of a risk will Brown take in this signing? Is he going to sit there and go, I'll take a one year, $950,000 deal with 2 million in bonuses. Or is he going to sit there and go, no, no, I do actually want some upfront money. I want two and a half mil with 1 million bonuses. Like the structure of it, if it happens, will fascinate me. Do we like the idea of Connor Brown? Here's my concern and let me uh, let's let you guys chew on it for a second. Connor Brown has not played a full season since 2021. That was the, that was the COVID shortened 56 game season, uh, 64 games in 2021, 22 with the Sens, only four last year with the capitals. Uh, he was healthy when he played in Toronto, 82 games, three years in a row. Any concern about just, Wear and tear on where the was this 64 game? Why, why was it only 64? That was that, that was, was with 80, the sense. It was an 82 game season. So he played in yeah, 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19. He played all 82. Yep. 19, 20. He played 71 shortened year because of the pandemic. So he played every game next year, played every game. It's just his last year and a bit. He's had a bit of health problems, but I wouldn't like call him injury riddled or whatever. Like I'm the ACL injury is kind of a bad luck, right? Yeah. Did you get like stepped on or something? Was it one of those? I think it just blew up. Yeah. <laughs> No, ACL, like the knee, not the Achilles where you get. Oh, I'm thinking about Achilles. Um, But Frank did say on Owen every day that I guess Connor Brown's kind of taking this last year to be like, oh man, I got to take like training and nutrition and all of this stuff like more seriously. So he's supposed to be as (laughs) cliche as this is best shape of his life season. I love that. Oh, it sounds like he might be talking to another Connor. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Luch. He's always in the best shape of his life. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to Connor Brown. So we're talking about a guy with 90 goals, 126 assists, 216 points in 448 games, career high of 21 goals that came with the Sens in 2020, 2021. Liam, what do you think about Connor Brown? I think it seems like the right fit for the team and the situation that they're in with the cap and their ability to likely bring the cap down. The fact that Connor Brown is very good friends with Connor McDavid by the sounds of it. Like, 
it's kind of just seems like the perfect storm. Plus, he played for the Toronto Maple Leafs. You got a meme ready? So I got the meme. You. So this is this, this is, is one big. Of these this is you. big. Um, I think he fits nicely. He's an upgrade over Yamamoto, and I think that's the biggest thing the Oilers need to address this summer is upgrading that right side where Yamamoto was. And so, you sort of have three guys that you can. You're hoping one of the three can take that spot. Yeah, then, right? exactly. A little bit of size too over Yam. Obviously, Yamamoto's small, but like six foot. Uh, 181 pounds always losing that. Still plays that physical kind of style too, right? Isn't afraid to get. Let me ask corners. you a different question: Is Connor Brown a clear upgrade over Yamamoto, Tyler? Yes, he is. Pourquoi? I'm just looking at a guy who you know has scored 20 goals a couple of times. I know Yamamoto has done that, but I don't know. I, I just look at Connor Brown as a bit more established and a bit more of a sure thing. And I think that's what this Oilers team needs right now. You also look at that offense. And the first thing I always jump to is, okay, where's he scoring his goals? Right. And I'm going, he never had more than five power play goals in a season. So that's a guy who can do a lot of damage kind of at even strength, which is something the Oilers could certainly use some help with. I'm looking, he's racked up multiple shorthanded points a lot of seasons, including five shorthanded goals one year for the Ottawa Senators. The Oilers need help on the PK, so he should be a better penalty kill option than Yamamoto. The size helps. I think just adding a different look here helps as well. I think Brown's an upgrade. It's not like a... Like Toffoli would be like a, whoa, are the Oilers ever better? And I don't think Connor Brown is like a, holy shit, that changes the look. But it's like, when with the cards they've been dealt, cap staying at 83.5, you've made some moves sacrificing future assets. Connor Brown makes sense because he doesn't cost you a lot. The yeah. bonus thing means you can punt it down the road a bit. Like, there's a lot of reasons why he makes sense. So is he like a huge upgrade on Yamamoto? Not like massive, but he's the best they can do. And I think that's a big, big note in all of this. Anybody else? Is Connor Brown a big upgrade on Yamo? Yes or no? Well, I was going to say the the thing that Liam kind of touched on too is the, the chemistry between Connor and Connor. Connor Brown and Connor played junior together. And I, I think that that's just something that's, you know, it's not quantifiable on a, on a stat sheet, but it's important to have people in the room that are going to keep your, your glue and bread and butter guys like Connor McDavid happy and, and going. So yes, I think that that, that aside, Connor Brown has the NHL numbers put up consistently to be able to say that he is better than Yamamoto. He's an improvement over Yamamoto. I have some numbers. Go for it. In the two years that Connor McDavid and Connor Brown played together with the Ariata, say Connor Brown's got 197 points hmm. in two seasons. It's pretty good. Yeah, but when Connor McDavid is that much better than I'm the rest, just, of it's, yeah, yeah, it's I, irrelevant. But I just wanted to throw yeah, that okay, one out. Good. There. As long as you said it's irrelevant. Secondary point, the secondary Liam, before point. you move on. Hang on, I got <laughs> so, one for you now. Okay, adding another ginger to the roster. We talked about this last summer when uh, they drafted oh, Ginger true. Beef. Yeah, subtracted for Ekholm. You know, we do need to balance. You got to. Uh, another thing I wanted to point out. Third when point. I, when I looked at Brown's numbers, I think oh, they're like they're not like too impressive. Like ninety goals in four hundred almost 450 games isn't amazing. I don't think when the Oilers signed Zach Hyman, he had 86 goals, 99 points and 185 career points. And since then he has put up 54 points with the Oilers in 83. So there is definitely a boost of coming to the Edmonton. Oilers How does Connor numbers. Brown play in his own end? I think is the, is the, Do we know the this? biggest part. I don't really I don't know. know. I mean, that's, that's what's going to come down to is that we need a guy who can, who's stable in our own end. Like obviously he's going to put up his points playing with uh, with McDavid or or Drysaitel, but he's got to be able to 
help us out in our own end. I'm trying to find how he was used, generally speaking. Like, I mean, it's impossible. The to fact take- he's trusted to kill penalties a lot leads me to believe he should be fine. You know? Mm-hmm. Was he like, um, I don't know if you can tell by what you're looking at, but was he like a mainstay on the PK or was he one of those guys where, you know, you get thrown out from time to time? So he's, I, know. <laughs> I was going to use the Broussard joke, but I was going to say, is he Derek? Is he Derek Broussard? <laughs> PK specialist, but on special, special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> Only every once in a while. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll find his numbers. All right. Anyway, I want to hear from you, Connor Brown. It seems like a foregone conclusion, but stranger things have happened. It just, to me, this feels a lot like Zach Hyman coming to Edmonton long before free agency, even though we know Gary tells us there's no tampering with any kind of players or whatever. Just give us the week that the, is it the NFL that has that week of they have the week? Why did the NHL get rid of that? tampering or did we, or was it the NHL? Because it makes July one, like not as exciting, but what's the difference though? At the end I of guess. the day, do you know what else is exciting about July one? Not having free agency on Canada day. I would love it to be on the 13th. Like it was last year. <laughs> I'd love it to be on the second. Just literally any day but Canada Day would be perfect. But you know what? We're going to have a good time here. Yep. We'll make some content. Oodle Noodle is going to be sponsoring HQ again. again. We're going to get some eats. We're going to have some treats. Connor Brown actually does kill quite a bit of penalties in in his last 124 regular season games, 337 minutes on the PK. That's pretty good. So he could... And I what I really liked about the stats you said is that most of his goals come five on five, it seems like. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, there's obviously could use a little help scoring a five on five. We need to keep the puck out of the net. Five. On Most five. importantly, that is the biggest part. Yes. Our goal scoring five on five, I think was in top, top half at the very, at, at worst. Could argue in the playoffs though. What actually sunk them was maybe goaltending, but also. No, it was the secondary the top health. six guys. Yeah. The secondary so top six guys. As long yeah, as I've Connor said, Brown helps you offensively there, he, it, yeah. you're better than you were in the playoffs. The Nuge well, yeah, came, like Hyman I, was the reason why. Nuge came Hyman had, when they got bumped out in the Western Conference Finals, the Colorado Avalanche, those three had 30 goals in aggregate. Last year, they had seven when they got bumped out. Yeah, that's where Big the issue problem. was. El problema. El no problema. Boy, no. Moving on here, uh, Tyler's going to the draft on Sunday. Jay's going a handful of Nation HQ or Nation staff are going down to Nashville, and it doesn't happen without AMA travel. Tyler's got some stuff to t- take with him. He's got flights home all over the place. But you know what? AMA travel makes it easy, did they not? They really did. A lot of bags to check because there's a lot of gear coming down with me because we're doing Oilers Nation, Flames Nation, Leafs Nation, Canucks Army. You got all those, all those backdrops to take? I got all those big backdrops to take <laughs> a lot of bags, a lot of bags. Thankfully, MA travel help Tyler out and they can help you too. If you want to save on travel insurance, cruises, vacation packages, guided vacation and coach tours, save on hotels, car rental attractions and tickets, save on luggage and accessories. Come on, MA travel. That's where you need to be. Got it. Good. Okay. So here's one thing you have to do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm fairly certain they'll have the schedule makers there because that makes all the sense in the world to bring the schedule makers to the draft. So Tyler, you need to sit down with the schedule makers and make sure we yeah, get two Nashville. prime, prime setups for, for the nation vacations. Up, 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 we right need season. good Nashville dates and good Vegas dates. Yes. Yeah. And maybe just some quality dates just to some other markets, like a Seattle Saturday would be nice. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think Denver might be a cool place to go and see a hockey game. There's direct flights to Denver. Too cold. You think? Mm-hmm. But Tyler wants to go somewhere warm in January. Don't you? Yeah. Yes. Like that. I'm yes. Like, yes. That's why. Cold. Yes. That's why. Beat them in their stadium. That's why I have no issue with Brad Marchand saying nobody wants to have the all-star game here. I get it. I get it too. Yeah. I get it. 
anybody who didn't get it, just, I mean, go outside. Yes, I just don't like Brad Marchand. <laughs> well, fair. I do. I like how angry it makes people. Yep. Speaking of the schedule maker, Rick, today the Edmonton Oilers tweeted out their preseason schedule. Woo. Everybody's upset. We kick off on September 24th against Winnipeg here at Rogers Place. And then Winnipeg, Vancouver, Calgary, Vancouver, Seattle, Calgary, Seattle. My issue is just, fuck, eight preseason games is so many. But it's not that big of a deal because we can't watch them anyway because they never put them on fucking television. That There's going to be two on TV. They're both going to be against Vancouver and they're both going to be with Vancouver um, broadcasts. That doesn't bother me. It's that just doing, one Gene. doing our, well, I always want Gene. It's just doing our gig while having to stream on the shitty website that may or may not work. It's annoying. <laughs> oh, it just sucks. get to the show. Cut half of these out. Let's get going. I like the opportunity that it gives for people that maybe not be able to get. I don't care about them, Dan. Oh, geez. It just does. It does. Yeah, but you're not seeing the actual team. Four games a year that people could maybe afford to go to that they can't in the regular season. You don't get to see anybody. If you look around hard enough in the regular season, you can get tickets for cheap too. Very much. Some people, yeah, I would agree. Like the NHL, I did a rant on this on Better Late Than Ever the other day. The NHL is doing a fantastic job of pricing themselves out of just normal people being able to go. The sports in general. But like, I'm going to, again, I different league, all this stuff. I get it, but I got cheap tickets to the Elks game on Sunday. Yeah. Different league. I get it. Are you the 1260? I am. Yeah. Hey, so am I. Oh, nice. Well, but the point I'm getting at is just like, sorry, but I'm so sad. I can't go. (laughs) Oh, me and Rick will have a great time in your, in your, in your stead. Um, But the point I'm making is like, if you're a family and you got a handful of kids, you're not going to the Oilers game. If you got a family in a, that many kids, man, you can barely go to the grocery store right now. Well, that's yeah. my point, but, but it's not on the NHL. It's just on the fucking everything else. I'm okay with having the preseason games. I just am. I Danny, I, but you could do it with two home preseason games and let people with kids go to one of those two. Like eight preseason games is fucking insane. It's, it's only, so so many, but two, home, two preseason games. Yeah. So I guess if you're going down to four and then you have two home games, yeah. yes. but, but the eight games allows for a bunch of a bunch of other guys to get their taste of the NHL action and gets guys into the. Oh, into it's the, the NHL, not a charity. No, but the, we're talking about we're talking about making a team here. Like I don't understand. Our I, teams, I, our teams are never pretty much penciled in. Like they're going to have the camp anyways. They're going to be running their scrimmages and everything. So why not have them playing games too? Because you have I too just, many guys under the umbrella when you could just be concentrating on your. 23. Cause like, if you're looking at the preseason schedule, like the 24th, 25th, 27th, 29th, like when does Connor show up on October 2nd? Yeah. Mm. He'll be at the home games. Yeah. He's, know, he's not going to, if you're a team and you're like, Oh, we need to see more game action early in camp, do a inter-squad game, do something like just this whole traveling around and playing games when the rosters are 80% American league, just to lead into an 82 game regular season. When again, we are going to sit here and do an Oilers podcast probably on September 20th and no 13 of the 14 forward spots. Hell yeah. And it'll be like, Oh, how's Raph Lavoie going to look? You can figure that out in four preseason games, not eight. I just think it's dumb that the NHL does this. Like I agree. I just, I'm it's weird that they, they all don't play the half. same amount. Well, that too. Like, does everybody play eight? No, no. And no. also, a lot of teams will just do road games, right? Like, they don't want to whatever in their arena. And I also don't like. Oh, what was the point I was going to make? I don't like how late it goes because October sixth. That means the season's not going to start till like October tenth or eleventh. Yeah, like that's it's, dumb. Why can't we start this earlier? That's I think always it's been a thing, though. I know. Like that's been like I, I first ten days of October is is game one ish. 
for the, as long as I can remember. The but NHL I think had like, a chance with the pandemic throwing off their season to actually get it right, have training camps open on like October 27th and the season. October 27th. Sorry, August 27th. My goodness. And the season could start like October 1. October 1 would be, be great. Better. But like you could have done it September 24th. Like you, you know the what? cup being handed out when it To does. me, it shaves two weeks off the end of the regular season or this, I guess the cup finals. Yeah. And then that gives you a bigger window leading into the draft and stuff. Silly season. I love silly season. Yep. Oh, it's so annoying, especially out here. Like how many people are losing their business, mind though. right now because don't, don't trade Bouchard. Don't trade Bouchard. Don't tra- well, Holland, trade Bouchard. That's Jay, what I mean though. Jay, like they're, they're yeah, sitting out here. They're it. assuming that it's going to be done because yeah. they hate Holland and everything that, or they hate every GM and everything they do that all oh, they, they sit there and they just tear everything down. It's fucking painful reading all this bullshit out there. Painful, but good for business. Ultimately. Uh, yes. Your guys <laughs> side of things. I get that. I sit there and like, yeah, Rick, more scroll. people are going to listen to this podcast. Cause they're going to make, damn, what are the guys going to say about Connor Brown? Mm. <laughs> so Come on. Mm. Good for business. Any other rumors pop up lately? Quite a doubt. We had Jonathan Brett Taves is still moving around. And what a, do you lot got? Of, a lot of people keep saying oh, Taves is retired. He hasn't retired. I keep having people comment that on the live show. They're like, he retired. No, he definitely. No, not. he is not. Hasn't decided yet. And if he decides he is going to play, there will be a lot of teams lining up for him. One of them is the Edmonton Oilers. And I think on a dirt cheap $1 million deal, like if your offseason additions to the forward group were Taves and Brown, and you had to sacrifice Yamamoto and Fogel. I think you have a better forward group. Don't you think what? Tafe is going to be a later summer edition though? Like, I just don't feel like he's going to be a yep. come next Saturday. Be okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm going to play now. What was Tafe's last statement? That was right before the deadline. Yeah. And he said, and he it said was he, that he's, it doesn't want to be traded. He wants to stay infection? there. Doesn't he have some kind of an infection? Too? Long I thought COVID long COVID or something. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. 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 So there is, there is lingering things there too. So yeah, I, I would agree with you, Rick. I don't think that it's, a day one kind of thing, but it would be cool. And again, I think he's, it's, it's just so hard to fit him into this roster. Tapes? Is he a step up on player X or player Y? Maybe, but I think there's a, is he going to, are you going to play him over Ryan McLeod's time? But well, you need a four. Not. Who's your fourth line center right now? Derek Ryan. He's not a centerman. He's a winger. Well, he was, he's we did this last, last center, week where he was taking draws and then shifting over. Yeah. So you need someone who can actually play down the middle. Then you just have Derek Ryan to use him as a utility guy there. See, and I still think you've got Kleem coming back. I still think you have Yanmark coming back. Bukestead's got to make his decision whether he's, he's not, not coming he's, back. Well, no, he has to make a decision whether he wants to take less money and stay. Or would, he's you, have, gonna, would you have Taves over Bukestad? For the million and a half you're going to save, yeah. Like I said, though, Bukestad's going to be a certain m- amount here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He could get more elsewhere, hundred percent, but he's going to, he's going to cap out here and it's probably won't be that much more than what uh, Taves got. So if that for equal dollars, are you still going Taves? I just equal dollars. Said. I take Bukes dad. Okay. Cause I think they're going to be relatively close. Like Bukes said may want to, but we just can't afford that. So you're looking at a buck and a half. I think Bukes said going to take the bag. But if I was him. to, if I was to guess today, Friday, June 23rd, I'm going to guess that Bukestad takes the bag and like... What's his career earnings right now? Columbus or something. How much is Bukestad? He, he got a big ticket when he was in Florida. <laughs> Columbus. It's not wrong. He's played for the Panthers, the Penguins, the Wild, the Coyotes. He had yeah, a big contract much? with Florida. Florida. That was his big one. Uh, he was a overall pick. Nick Bukestad, according to cap friendly career earnings of just under $29 million. Yeah, so you got... Man, at that point, and what is he, 30? Something like that. He's yes. right around. You, you think take he's done you making take money. The, you take the the lesser of one mil. 
Depends on what your mindset is, right? And like, you go for the jewelry for a year or two, and then you can ship out. Doesn't and, care about it. I feel, like uh, we, I feel like we heard early on that he was done, though. Like that, he was like, a no. Quick, we have said that because we, the, the majority of fans out there, say, out the, well, his contract alone, yeah, yeah and then what he should, I get would is be gonna stunned be, if Bukestad is back. But it's going to be on him, yeah. I would be stunned. <laughs> Me too. But if I'm going to make a little bit of money, Tyler, I'm a bet man. Our friends at Betway provided that you are 19 plus and can do so responsibly. I have got a look at the Hart Trophy winners for next year. It's already done. Isn't oh, it? free money. Tell me the McDavid odds. Let me get, take a, just take a guess. What do you think Connor's odds are Minus, right now today so to disgusting. win the Hart Trophy next year? Minus 225. Uh, even. Anybody else got a guess? I was going to like, yeah, like minus 2000, not 2000s and tens. Yeah. Like it's going to be like minus 170 right now, June 23rd. According to our friends at oh, Betway, man, Connor McDavid is even money to win oh. the Hart trophy next year. Next up gentlemen is, is uh, his rider die. Leon dry plus 700 to win the heart. Nathan McKinnon follows at plus 900. Matt Kachuk follows that plus 1000. David Pasternak rounds out the top five at plus 1200. Where's Matthews? Matthews is next up at number six plus 1600. That's tempting. You always got to remember injuries happen and someone can usually slide out. Yep. And it makes a case. Kachuk at 10 to one is very tempting because he's starting to get starting to get that name wrecking, right? He's starting to get Attention. mentioned in that conversation as a top five guy in the NHL. And you know that that's an award that's it can be very narrative driven. Sure. Well, and for it's, three rounds of the playoffs, he made a case for himself for next year. I mean, right. So it might be one of those things where like, he's already starting at a pretty high level next year because of the Panthers. If they have a good year and he pops up a hundred and some points, it'll be like a, Ooh, remember Kachuk was their MVP in the playoffs. Yeah. Like he's doing and if it. If he again. hadn't broken his back, they would have. What's and the, we what's, also know the thing too. Like if Connor sweeps next week, which he's going to. Yeah. There's a voter fatigue. There always is. In the but there's also, there's sense. also the, the thing where Connor could actually get more points next year than he got this 100%. year. Totally good. I wouldn't bet against him. Yep. Like what's the gap in point. But it's just like last year. He could, 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 could still win. He ran away with points, it last year points. and he didn't get, he didn't win it. Yeah. Oh, I, the voter fatigue is a thing. It just is. It How about Matthews Stanley cup his, odds friends? Matthews did his thing. Our friends at Betway have got those listed for next season as well. Or there's minus 2000. Oilers are the favorites as of today to win the Stanley cup plus 800 is their number. Next up is the Colorado avalanche at plus 850 plus 900 for the Leafs. After that, the Bruins are fourth at plus 1100. The golden Knights round up top five at plus. I'm looking for some of those good vibes. Can you tell me what Calgary is? You have to scroll down a bit. I think I am going way down here. It's like me one of those job things when I go go find my birth age. The team that you haven't seen very much of Calgary flames plus 3,300. Well, you think? Uh, just from a purely betting perspective, what are the Rangers? Uh, plus 1400. Hmm. So they are in the top 10. It's tempting. Yep. There you have it. A couple of odds provide that you are 19 plus and can do so responsibly. Check out our friends at Betway. They've got a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of stuff coming up. You guys want some draft bets? Bets coming up. Yes. You can where, draft let me ask you, Liam, where does the draft like, start to get interesting. Like one is obviously Connor Batard. Is it two? Is it three? Is it four? I haven't been paying attention. I think the so I want to look at the odds for that number where you say I think it the top to three weird. is pretty much locked. I think it'll be Bedard, Fantilli and Carlson. And number four is when I'll get interested. All right. Give me a sec. Open up these Who picks two. Anaheim. I thought I saw someone, something uh tweet today that said there's a chance they'll take the Russian kid. 
Matvey Michkov? Because yeah, because like Verbeek just doesn't give a fuck, and so he's not going to worry about <laughs> the, some he's of the, the BS. second best player in the draft. Michkov. People have some people have arguing he might be the best player in the draft. Number four, Liam. I saw this today. Did you? Yeah. Number four, Tyler. <laughs> the odds of going at number four is I was just surprised to see this. Will Smith. He is very talented. He's an actor. He's a rapper. <laughs> so now he's, he's going, going in as a fighter. He's going NHL in as a fighter, draft. though. He's going in as a scrapper. He's yeah, gritty. Yeah. He's got the size you like. Also, is the back catcher for the LA Dodgers. Is he? Mm hmm. Wow. Incredible. Like running out of money or something? Wicka, wicka, like wild, uh, wild west. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada. You know? None of this six. That was fantastic. Oh, they're running this. Matt Michkov so is odds at plus four or plus 325, in case you're wondering, Liam. You like that, I, right, Liam? That's, uh, I think I might be hitting that one. You a little cheeky one on there? Yeah. Leo Carlson would be next up. Leo Carlson at plus 260. Will Smith is the favorite to go at number four at minus 167. A lot of the mock drafts have Michkov going. The highest he would go would be four. I don't know. He's such an intriguing player. If I was San Jose, I think I might take the swing at him. And he's Since stuck in Russia for four more seasons. Well, like 20, 27. So it would be, I think, yeah, I guess three or four years, whatever that is. But his team has said he would be able to leave at any time. Did they? I, I well, think they, they put out kind of a general statement. They, that they put do. out like a very vague, like, yeah. uh, oh, we don't like, we would never hold a player against his will. Which kind is of something they've done before. Wink. But, yeah. So we're not worried about you. We're worried about other people in also, Russia that might keep him there forever. Wink. <laughs> yes. We will never force someone to stay in Russia. Wink. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of Russia, how about um, <laughs> how, about, how about Panarin cutting his hair? He cut his all his hair he because it. he had Changes. bad mojo yeah, from last season. I respect it. Yeah, yeah, hey, whatever. It it's takes. like the mustache. You get rocking that mustache for a, the playoffs have been over for quite some time. Probably Wait. didn't need to announce it though. Coming in nice. Mustache <laughs> might have wanted to keep that. One oh, I'm gonna announce that mustache. Ah, you definitely got to tell that stuff, man. Put your personality out there. Let's see it. I, I suppose agree. that's fine. Look at that guy the Raptors picked yesterday. We've oh my that goodness. jacket. Woo. Come on. I Mama. appreciate the fact he had like a reason. What was it? Well, it's something he's from Kansas. So it's ah, like uh, the shoes. Yeah, the Dorothy Dorothy shoes. shoes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Wizard boss. <laughs> We've so, got another round of Kennedy's game coming up a little bit. We got Ask the Idiots coming up. Uh, first, a couple of just quick items here. Zach Cassian bought out in Arizona. His last season was awful. He didn't look that interested in playing hockey. Farewell. Awful. Yep. Do you think he signs anywhere or do you think he's done? I think he's done. He'll get a PTO. I think that'll Does be. Does he want a PTO? It's gonna be, I think it's going to be. I think everyone him. wants a PTO and then you do it and you think, yeah, maybe I don't want this. I think, yeah, I could see him landing in a place like Chicago where they probably wouldn't have to pay him a whole. They do need some humans on the ice. <laughs> yep, that's fair. <laughs> They'll make some trades. They'll find a way to get the, fill their roster. Yeah, Yamamoto. I think a guy like Cassie might just say, you know what, man? I'm done. Had some fun. Made yep. some money. Yeah, he actually has good career earnings. Yeah. What are they? Do you have them? Uh, I think while you're looking six, that up, I think it's like 16 mil. Yeah. He's doing fine. Another, uh, the major bio that happened last week though, was the monster one for OEL in Vancouver. Oh, that happened while we were recording this. Did it? Yeah. yeah you know, did we talked about we it. Talk, we talked about it on the show. Breaking uh, news. Breaking news. Did we? Show. Yeah. You did the noise. 23.2 career. Did it did it in. Was that yeah, the noise? That was yeah. still well, ludicrous, but Liam and I do not remember being on this oh, podcast. I clearly. That. I don't remember this either. We like you broke did it, it all down. Yeah, it was near the end of the podcast. Oh. Tyler's like, "Hey, we got a <laughs> yeah, we had a uh, cool." 
All right. Well, there oh, you yeah, have. because it was during Canucks Army and they were live. Yep. Uh, yeah. For our friends at Will Hawk Beef Jerky. It's time for Ask the Idiots, boys. I got four questions for you. Will Hog Beef Jerky, they've got locations around the city, including at West Edmonton Mall. If you want to improve your life this weekend, maybe fuel up for the Elks game on Sunday. Whoop, whoop. They have jars of pickled eggs too, and I highly suggest. At the Elks at game? At Will Hawk? No, Will Hawk in, oh. the, oh. in the kiosk. I love pickled eggs. Also, the Elks game, like, make sure you get your food quick. What do you mean? Yeah, they ran, they ran out last time. They run out of food. They run out of food in the first game. To, to be fair, they probably didn't expect like almost 40,000 people to show up. Yeah. Well, I'll give them a little bit of a break there, but hang on. Do they I, run out of beer? That's what I care about. Uh, they were running low on. Yeah. There's some, there was issues in some bars. All right. Camel pack coming in to, <laughs> to be fair. Allegedly. The Elks got shut out last game in the CFL where you get points for throwing the ball through the back of the end zone. No, you don't. You, you don't kicking, kicking the ball, it. kicking yeah, it, throwing, throwing it, whatever. It's a stupid ass rule. You missed. How dare you disrespect the rouge? Count. It's called the rouge. How dare you disrespect? You understand? The rouge. You understand what name. it's there for? Like going through the end zones, one thing that's <laughs> fine. But outs? what it is supposed to be, so you don't kneel down in <laughs> yes, the end zone. It's because we. My point the, is, the uprights in front. <laughs> the of The Elks end zone. didn't score a damn point. Forty thousand people are not going to this game on Sunday. I would not worry about the food. So. Old bag milk is going to be bringing a victory on Sunday. Yes. Buddy, I'm going for at least two foot longs on Sunday. Don't they have Popeyes in there now? They do. And don't even start me on this because (laughs) there were 10 chicken sandwiches left near the end of the game. We went over to try and get them. They said, no, they're reserved. Who's reserving chicken sandwiches and how do you reserve them? Can I get a link, please? Because I would like to do that. (laughs) Either way, I'm going to be hanging out with Rick then on Sunday because he (laughs) seems to have the knowledge of where I can get snacks and food and reservations on well, I'll probably not reservations on chicken. Anyway, it's uh, time for Ask the Idiots for our friends at Wilhock Beef Jerky. Go get some Wilhock Beef Jerky this summer, uh, this weekend. I promise you will love it. Or garlic sausage. Oh, yes, please. I can see. Get both. Get both. Everything get in the both. display window, just grab some. Just go all of that, please. Yeah. Number one. Liam, you're in front of me as always. Are you ready? Uh, Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Didn't sound sure about that one. Timestamping. I have got a Sophie's choice for you here. This one comes in from Scott. Scott Mayfield. You are going into next. So this is a hypothetical. There's no contracts associated to these players. This is just a blank canvas. Okay. A little context here. You are going into next season with only $9 million in cap space. Darnell Nurse and Evan Bouchard are both up for a new contract. <laughs> both want $9 million. Who are you signing? <laughs> oh my goodness. Evan Bouchard. Dan? Like, I know exactly what this person, <laughs> this exercise is trying to elicit. And so, yes, Evan. Uh, Rick? It's Bouchard, but it's not a fair question. I agree. It's not a fair question. I still pick Bouchard, Tyler. Bouchard, but it's actually probably a little bit closer than you'd think. Yes. If Bouchard was being asked to play the role that Nurse has been the last yes. couple of years, yes. we would hate him. If so. they, yes. If roles were 1,000%. We'd be all. No, it's, a, it's a bad question, is what I'll say. It's, so whoever asked it'd be better. No, Scott, it's somebody Scott just trying to like put down. the crosshairs on Nurse. We would like all be Jay and do. is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, I heard Jay's going to Nashville to still try and trade Bouchard. Mm-hmm. Also, was the question? Well, he's I, there. He's going to try and find Ken Holland and try and trade him. Yes. If I only had his- 9 million yes. and I only could sign one of those two, so I would have no cap space to sign That's anybody right. else. That's right. Basically, they're asking, would you it's port a well thought versus, out question? Yeah, you I, I get contract it. Contract on to Bouchard. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Go on. Exactly, yes. 
For Will Hawk Beef Jerky, Tyler, question number two. Ask the idiots. Are you ready? Yes. Which of your Oilers Nation radio co-hosts do you think has the best style and why? Rick, not even close. Shoe <laughs> game's on fire. Everything's usually pretty coordinated. I'm a big fan of going with the shorts and shirt, or sorry, shorts and hat matching while you mix up something in the middle. It's Rick. All right, Rick. <laughs> Shit, I don't know what to say right now. Uh, uh, a bunch of schlubs in this room, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be like I... He's not here right now. He's not technically on the podcast, but I think God Jay Jay still runs the runs the, runs the go, and it's just his his shoe game. He had the Burks when they before ever had the Burks. He's got. I think he's still maybe rolling the uh, the Uggs right now. Yeah, yeah and all nice. I ever hear is actually good things about the Uggs. It's from Uggs are very comfortable. Yeah, so I don't know, mm. Dan. Well, who's the most stylish of us all? Big Milk. <laughs> I know you've told us not to say you, uh, but. I have to choose you because every time right. I see you, you're wearing a three-piece suit at the at the office <laughs> every day. That's right. Rock the tuxedo for Top every every board meeting we have, every mm-hmm. staff meeting we have. So it's a uh, you bag milk for your three-piece suit. The monocle was an excellent investment. Thank you, Dan. Liam, which of us is the most stylish and why? It's not me because I really couldn't give two shits what anyone thought of what I wear. So mm. I'm going to go with Rick. Look at that mustache you have. Exactly. <laughs> I'm also saying Rick that he's the shoes alone. Yeah. Do, do it for me for it's Rick. I'm a big shoe guy. Uh, jumping in the middle, Dan, you're up first. I like this question. Actually, this is fun. If you weren't hosting Oilers nation radio and you had your choice of jobs, what other talk show game show or TV show do you think you would be a good host at? I love this question. Um, Hey, if I wasn't hosting this, you're hosting a game show, maybe, maybe yeah, a TV show of some kind. I I would love to host like I would just like to do like a Big Brother Canada or something. So you want to be Julie like Chen Moonves? Yeah, I'd be a Julie Chen Moonves. <laughs> I like that. Have you seen? It was it you, Tyler? It's a Big Brother US, and it sounds like August. August. Yeah. That is terrible. Crazy. We should be right in the middle of it. Yes, or getting to it. So that means it's going to end in like November, but on uh, late October. Yeah, late October. <laughs> Oh, I'll be watching preseason, so I won't be able to watch. Yeah. You're going to eat preseason games <laughs> yeah. on the schedule already. Uh, Liam, what are you hosting? Talk uh, show, game show, TV show? I, well, I host this game every night when I'm in bed. Uh, Family Feud. Mm. Great. So That's my answer, too. Yeah, I'll be hosting Both Family of you are Feud. knocking Steve Harvey off the job, eh? Yep. You host it in bed every night? Every night I play on my iPad. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you're playing, but you're not hosting. You need to no, interact. I like to, I like to imagine you doing both at once. <laughs> yep. Hey, like How long you- do you play Family Feud for realistically? Is it three seconds before you switch to Candy Crush? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we, I play like three or four games. You got Fast Money, Tournament, you yeah, just your classic. I feel like this is not healthy. But you're not supposed tight. to have the screens in bed. Oh, oh you're not getting talk. good. You're not getting- <laughs> <laughs> Does that blue light? I love blue light. <laughs> but typing in the words is, is a part of the, the speed of the you game. Say, you yeah. say, show me, and then whatever <laughs> Yeah, I just read the questions out to my girlfriend. And Do you I make just, fun little quips, though, between answers? I just stand at the end of the bed in my suit and just walk up to Andrea every time. Do you, <laughs> and you, give me an do you kiss each contestant yeah. on the lips? Oh, that's old school family feud. I right will there. not reveal what happens in the bedroom, Dan. Aside from the family feud. Uh, Tyler, you are also saying also family, feud? family feud. Or do you have a different answer? Um, family different? Feud, yeah, totally. Rick, what TV show, game show, whatever you hosted? I'm going to jump in with Jay and Dan. 
Jay and Dan. Oh, like Ty, you're going to host a sports talk show. Yeah. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. All right, slide in. But I want like projects on the side. Yeah, I don't so. want just the uh, I don't want just the sports center one. I want to have like a little bit of a little bit of fun, a little uh, little Tom Fuller, yeah, a little elbow, a little, yeah, a little elbow room like that over there. Maybe put it on uh, HBO or something like that. Mm, yeah, not, you can swear. I don't think CRTC is right after True Detective. Yep, huh? True Detective leading into Rick's sports show. Yes, I like it. <laughs> well, you'd be pretty good on uh, Unsolved Mysteries too. Me? Yeah. Yeah. I, I should do it. Wait till you have my cold performer of the week. That mustache. I cannot wait for you. Actually, I'm most interested in Rick listening to your cold performer of the week. If it's oh. the one that you were describing before. No. It should be. Oh, we'll have, we'll have the uh, honorary one. We're going to get an honorary one. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, if I'm hosting a game show, I would love to be Pat Sajak. He makes a lot of money doing very, very little. You understand they do this in like two months too, right? Yeah. How's they record a whole season of shows in like two months. Yep. Who's and that? He's the host of Wheel of Fortune. Oh, okay. They also often go to locations to do on location shows and time it with staff vacations. So they're like, we're doing all the shows this week from Hawaii. And then Pat Sajak is a hangout for another two weeks in Hawaii. Fucking awesome. Yeah, he's got a pretty good. I thought Pat about, Sajak, that's I th- my job. I thought about Jeopardy, but some of the, I don't know some of the words. I wouldn't know how to read the words. Yeah, yeah that'd, be that'd be a problem. The most difficult part. Zilla. I also think Drew Carey's got a sweet job taking over from Bob Barker. Price is right. Big shoes to fill, buddy. That is, that is not anymore. I don't feel like filling Drew Carey's shoes are going to be as big as Phil. No, no. But when Drew stepped in for, Mm -hmm. uh, for Bob, great gig. Any other honorable mentions game shows you'd like to host Tyler? I'd like to host that old show on YTV called. Uh Oh, uh Oh, be good. Eh? Yep. I'd like that. Spray people with goo. I do like that. Uh, well, you do what you do in your own time is your own business. (laughs) I do like the idea of Liam being Julie Chad Moonves. Dude, I can see you doing uh hosting an electric circus. Oh, I can boogie. I love a boogie. Last question, Liam, back to you. Okay. You can change any rule in the National Hockey League. Oh, damn it. What is it going to be? Any rule? Any rule. Uh over the glass for a delay of game. Like that, Dan? Goalies are full contact outside of the crease or trapezoid. Ooh, mama. Yes. Ick. Rick. Oh man. <laughs> Instigator. Oh, oh uh, that's yeah. a good one too. Tyler? Said, no. Uh power play's gotta be the full two minutes. And you can't ice the puck on power plays. I'd rejig how power plays work. There's two rules. Like you didn't say we could change two no, no, rules. Rejigging power plays. I like yeah. the full two minutes. And no that's, icing on power plays. They're doing that in either. the league this year, aren't they? The full two minutes. Yeah. One of the leagues is testing that out, I think. Mm, that's a good one. Can you imagine cream? the Oilers? Can you imagine the Oilers power play and they get the full time every well, time? As like, Aren't the Oilers the reason that they stopped doing that in the first place? I thought that they used to do that when Gretzky Way Oilers. Back no, no, it was the Habs. Oh, okay. Yeah, mix that up. And that would have been like a long, long time like ago. In the 50s, yeah. In the BCHL, they, they switched it to 10 minute of consecutive overtime. For three on three? For three on three overtime. To okay, that was going to be my rule. We're yeah. banning the shootout. The shootout is mm. dead. We are extending the three on three. You will get a winner if yes. you have to... Play your fourth liners. If your fourth liners have to pop out there every now and then, you will get a winner. Uh, all right. It is time. She is ready. I see her over there. Actually, she's handing out potatoes. But first, we are going to pause for an Oops. ad. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I I got a bone to pick about the ads. <laughs> oh, here Why? we go. You don't like the one that just played? <laughs> well, I don't know if you played. Damn it! Last week I went back and listened, and there was no ad. Did you put it in? I yes, I did put it in because I know this is my responsibility. I put it in, and I drove home later, and I thought, oh, I wonder what I I agreed to on the ad. I wish I, I could went find to listen, I couldn't find it. I wish I could find it really quickly. In what was uh, it? It always changes. The ad, the ad right now. It's eHarmony. Yes. <laughs> Andrea is not going to like you endorsing no, that. That one. is not a good one. That is not good for me. I won't tell other podcasts. This I week. also enjoyed. No, no didn't do it. Didn't do one. <laughs> I got a DM from someone that just said when Tyler goes, and now we're going to break for an ad. And then just comes back as Tyler, like being like daily face off live coming in or whatever. So it's just you. Oh, that's a funny one. <laughs> yeah. So I like that. Tyler anyway. throws to Tyler. We are coming back. Kennedy's got another round of who said it. How many questions do you got today? Already same role as the last few weeks. Okay. So there's a double. Um, Try not to get a donut this week. <laughs> You've luck, not Liam. done so well in this game. I've, I am bad at all these games we play. <laughs> all of them. Last week I got two, so I'm looking to improve on that. Alrighty. Good luck, boys. Um, so question or quote one. Uh, you don't think Ken Holland actually listens to us, right? <sighs> That could be literally it. <laughs> okay. I got it though. Okay. <laughs> uh, second one. Okay. And then we unveil our first ever bionic man. Okay. Okay. Don't look in, Dan. I'm not looking. I'm okay. not looking. <laughs> I want these guys throwing their ass into every single hit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys say these uh, no. things already people who do jello shots make me sick oh. <laughs> you knew that one real fast <laughs> already uh steve Steos is dwight schrute <laughs> and last one if it means i never have to see devon shore again i'm good that's so harsh. Can you please read out number two, please? Two is, and then we unveil our first ever bionic man. And what was number? Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm struggling. I don't have someone on my list. Okay. What was number three again? 
Jeez, buddy. Come on. That's not the point of the game. I missed them. Fucked it up. Number three is I want these guys throwing their ass into every single hit. I'm good now. (laughs) Okay. All right, gentlemen. We're going to start over again. We're going to have Kennedy repeat and then give our answers. Number one, please, Kennedy. You don't think Ken Holland actually listens to us, right? My guess is Dan. I guess it was Tyler. I said Rick. Tyler. I said Liam. Ooh, I know it's not. It me. was Tyler. Yes. Ah, finally. <laughs> the drum is on the board. The drought is over. It went over here. <laughs> Alrighty. Second one. And then we unveil our first ever bionic man. That was about Clough, too, which I- I'm going to say me. I said Dan. I said Bag Milk. I got BM. I got BM. That was Dan. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Look at this. I need him to return. Wow. He's throwing everything off now. Perfection yeah. on Liam's yeah. end of the table so far. I'm, I'm perfect either way. He's going undefeated. <laughs> Good job, Liam. He's going undefeated. Wow. Alrighty. I want these guys throwing their ass into every single hit. Tyler? Rick? I guess it was me. I got me. I got Rick. That was Rick. Yeah. Are you three for three, Liam? Three for three. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. It's because he had the questions reread to him, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number four. Already. People who do jello shots make me sick. Liam. Liam. I said Liam. 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 <laughs> no, if I got that one wrong. I was like, how oh, dare you? Yeah. I think it's only because Liam did it so fast. That I that he was it was definitely like, the noise he made. Yeah. Yeah. I know my reflexes. <laughs> Alrighty. Steve Steos is Dwight Schrute. Me? BM. I said Tyler. I got BM. I got Dan. BM. Ah, oh, come on. Are you perfect? Liam is on the no precipice way. of a perfect week unheard here. Of. Unheard of. This is unreal. This okay. So this is a two for like. Yeah, this is, this oh, this anybody. is it. This could this be. Is, oh, this is gone. Yes, everyone. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, should we tell you what Tyler what answer he has? No. 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 Read the question. Okay. <laughs> look at that. Look at if that it means I never have to see Devin Shore again, I'm good. Uh, Tyler. It's not what I wrote down, but I, no. it's Tyler. It's Tyler. I guess it was me. I have Tyler. I had myself. It was Dan. No! I'm so glad I ruined your perfect game. Oh, no, Liam was <laughs> no. five for six. So no one's gone perfect yet, right? Nope. I did the first time. Oh, oh what? Damn it. Oh, yeah, you are six. I did well. Oh. Jeez. I went four and two here, though. I went, I went two, two and from six. Two and four. Two and five. All right. So it was definitely six. Six. Jeez. Six. Yeah, there we go. Good work, Kennedy. Two and four. Two and four. Another round. Kennedy's who said it. It's turning into everybody's favorite game, by the way. I get a lot of DMs about Mm -hmm. this. (laughs) It's an excellent game. How did everybody do? I did two for six. Five for six. Wow. I did two for four. Four. Two. Great game. Great game. I love that. We're going to get two hot, cold performers here next. So I got to get my buttons ready. And who are we going to talk about? Star Mechanical. Star Mechanical is one of Edmonton's biggest locally owned and operated plumbing and heating businesses. They've been working within the community for over 20 years, and many of the homes built in Edmonton over the last two decades have had their plumbing and heating systems installed by Star Mechanical. They work with top award-winning home builders on their new homes, and they also work closely with the CHBA on events like Awards of Excellence in Housing. Star Mechanical, time for the hot and cold performers. Liam, if you don't say the one that you said before the podcast, at least as a bonus cold performer, then I just need Rick to hear it. It's really what I need to hear this too now. Is it the thing I did last night? I can't. 
Yeah. yeah okay. I couldn't remember what I did. <laughs> it's the thing you did last night. That is right. <sighs> Damn it. We're going to start off with our veggies as we always do. To my right is Tyler Uremchuk. He is going to Nashville. He's getting set for the draft. He's getting set for the awards. And now he is getting set to deliver his cold performer of the week for the fine folks at Star Mechanical. Uh, the NHL Board of Governors for stopping specialty jerseys in warmups. I think, I mean, you could even, the pride conversation is a bigger one to have, but I just think like the Oilers indigenous one with the Turtle Island logo, very, very cool. I think a lot of organizations, the Canucks did like an Asian Heritage Month jersey. That was really cool. A lot of stuff. Um, and now you're just throwing it all away because of a bigoted group that wanted to yell and throw a fit. Too bad. Too bad. NHL Board of Governors. Cold words, 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 words. The funny thing is, is that they had such a, like a smaller crowd get so vocal. I know. Just wait till those people, those exact same people and a lot more start to lose their shit over like the military jerseys. That's the very first one they're going to go at. They're, and the same people are going to absolutely lose their mind. And the yep. NHL is actually going to end up with in deeper yeah. mud this way. And they it's just, just pissed it's, everyone off. It's cow. It's coward. It's cowardly. It is cowardly. Uh, Rick, you're up next for Star Mechanical, your cold form of the week. Well, I know you guys said it. That's it's good for you guys and you call it silly season. But if you've been on Twitter for the last week or so, you've noticed a lot. <laughs> you've noticed some particular individuals coming back. who I feel like they've been gone for a while or it's been quiet or not negative, but I haven't been seeing a lot from them. And it is negativity out there about the Oilers. Ken Holland's already <laughs> fucked up the offseason. He's already <laughs> fucked it up. He's traded Bouchard. He's done this. It is so bad. It is so negative. They are actually making the Calgary thing look like it's bad for Edmonton. Like they're like, don't, don't enjoy this because of, and Calgary's going to come back with a gigantic monster team. All of a sudden it's ridiculous. And I just want them to go away. See, as you can see, the more you fuck around, the more you're going to find out. My favorite thing about this is that you and I have been doing this podcast together for like five, six years now, probably. And every year. Every year it comes around where a silly season pisses. It's Rick the same off. stuff. Like just take out <laughs> certain just, GM's name, put in different GM's, different GM, different player. We've been doing this so long. Like the Oilers make a move and Kevin Lowe had not <laughs> been anything to do with the, the organization for like three or four years. Lowe must go though. And it was Kevin Lowe's fault. <laughs> and it was Kevin Lowe's. And these, and I'm like, are you guys serious? <laughs> I don't know how you guys handled it. I closed my computer very quickly. And, I love silly season. Yeah. Nation Dan, you're up. Star mechanical cold form of the week. I'm just going to, Tyler, you already said it really well. I'm just going to give it to the NHL again for uh, their cowardly move. That's my cold perform of the week. Mr. Horbin. Okay. For Star Mechanical, your, cold, your actual cold performer of the week. And then I want you to give Rick the bonus one. Uh, my cold performer of the week was Tyler for debunking my ghost experience that I had and said it wasn't real and that it was a spring in my closet that magically opened the door. So that's like of the week. I like how we just get the end of this, the, the yeah, end like, of the whole discussion here. Like, can we get the business end of that story, please? <laughs> so I, I was staying at my parents' house. So I was looking after the dog while they were at seeing George Strait in Seattle. And I was in the living room all night, hanging out, go to bed. Hadn't been in the closet. Closet door wide open. Tyler thinks it was a spring that broke. Liam. I think it was paranormal activity. Could have been. Was Could have been a person was... living in your closet as well. <laughs> Is there a chance that the dog opened the closet? No, no way. Because the door was shut to the bedroom. Mm -hmm. How about the window? Windows weren't open. It was Sunday, so it was pissing it down with rain. <laughs> Is there an attic in that closet? <laughs> no. Okay. Right. It's just a ghost. <laughs> Did that one again. <laughs> 
That's all I heard all night. No attic, <laughs> just a ghost. Tyler's lack of belief in paranormal paranormal activity. Now, it's can you real. please tell Rick what you did? <laughs> so, Rick, last night I went to make steaks. Oh dear God! <laughs> <laughs> but I went to do it on the barbecue, but I didn't have any gas on the barbecue. So, I problem to, generally, usually, I, I had to do it in a pan. Okay. So I'm cooking these things. They look good on the outside, and then slap it on my plate, cut it open, and they. Rare. Is this more than blue rare? It's still living, I think. <laughs> I cut this thing open and it's just freezing cold. So I had to chop it back <laughs> up and throw it back in the pan. You had that pan on super duper high, didn't you? I had it. I actually had it on a four. On a four out of ten. But you want to get it piping hot. I had it piping hot to start with. Yeah. And then it's the another so thing. Get the good crust on the end. Oh, you must say it was it was a thick steak then. I think it was a bit thick. Yeah. Oh, but another good, layer then. to this is it was also like 1030 at night oh, I and I was trying right. not to set the smoke alarm off. Cause I just cannot cook a steak that late. I, I <laughs> been in bed for an hour and a half. Yeah. Tyler's been sleeping for hours. And obviously <laughs> I got some, I got some ingredients in the pan, your oils, your garlic, your butters. <laughs> and these things are just flying out at me and I'm getting sparked by, <laughs> by oils. And I was like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. So I had to keep measuring the temperature on it and everything. And once you get the crow, once you're, you're happy with both, with both surfaces, why are you in the oven? Yeah. Get the crust, throw it in the oven, dog. I didn't think about that. Boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, you did oh. not. Oh, you did not. I didn't. Oh, good Somebody Lord. else did. <laughs> oh, really? Your girlfriend did? Yes. Wow. <sighs> Sorry, oh, sweetie. <laughs> throw, cut it into strips, throw it on the so pan. So first of all, I thought first, on the exactly. to be I fair, could. I think I just got a little bit so too So first far. of all, you're, you're endorsing eHarmony. Yep. And now you just told the whole entire world <laughs> that she threw a steak in the, in the microwave. Yep. I feel like you might be sleeping at the parents' house again tonight. She's away With this weekend, ghost. so I'm in. Yeah, the- <laughs> yeah you and the ghosts are gonna be hanging out. That's the thing. I didn't discuss the ghosts in my parents' house. I don't want them to hear me. The ghosts. The ghost. All ghost. How do you know it didn't come back with you? We don't. <laughs> uh, just wrap it up real quick. My cold form of the week is the fact that there are eight preseason games. It fucking sucks. Are you thrilled? <laughs> I'm not. All right, let's flip it around. Let's end off the podcast. Liam, you're up first. Your star mechanical hot form of the week. It's been a crazy week. I <laughs> I don't really ever have a hot performer of the week. If I have to Everything be sucks. completely be honest. Everything Come shit. on. I can't think of anything. Uh, oh, actually, I got one. I got one. The gentleman, Kyla, I believe his name was, who gave me a Papa John's discount code nice. after 10 p.m. for 50% off. Woo. That's good timing. Thank you, Kyla. Go big guy is smoking. How did you not have that on the tip of your tongue already, Liam? I was too distracted by my two cold performances. For the record, I'm pretty sure Papa John's gives you 50% off anytime. You just got to know exactly which one you're looking for. Damn it. We're paying full price all these shit. Can you, can you be dropping the old Gregor, the Gregor code still? <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. Good word, Gregor. Uh, by the way, speaking of Jason Gregor, he's going to be Jason the intern on Weather's Nation every day mm-hmm. next week doing my show in Nashville with me. And I said, Oh, you got to carry my bags at the airport there, buddy. You're new here. This ain't radio anymore. Greg's <laughs> Jason, the intern, watch out for him on Oilers nation content. Next I would week. like, I would like uh, video footage of this, please. Yeah. When you tell him that he's Jason, the intern, please record that. We will, well, I guarantee we'll have new buttons Send for the podcast. That's for sure. <laughs> Nation Dan, your star mechanical hot performer of the week. Uh, my hot performer of the week is going to go to two franchises that seemingly, at least from where I sit, uh, enjoyed the past few years where Edmonton was to be the 
uh, destination where nobody wanted to play. Now, Winnipeg and Calgary, you can join us <laughs> as uh, destinations where nobody wants to play with you guys, and you have to fight that to be able to bring in free agents. Welcome to the couch as one of us. Pour it on! Rick, your Star Mechanical Hot Form of the Week. Well, it's going to be a, like along those lines, but I mean, I don't necessarily agree with the, they would rather sign in Calgary, Winnipeg over here, but just the dismantling of the Calgary Flames. I, just, I, I can't believe it. it. I can't believe it. I can. I can't believe it. You're eager with the I can't believe it. Tyler, you're up next. Star Mechanical Hot Form of the Week. I believe we only have one professional athlete who listens to this podcast. And it's our pal, Eric Sabrowski, who had quite quite the long road back from injury over the last year and a bit. But he is back in the Cleveland Guardians organization. He was assigned to the Akron Rubber Ducks and was finally able to get back on a mound in double A baseball. He's now made seven appearances. And let me tell you how he's doing. Edmonton product playing professional ball, lefty reliever. First appearance since coming back from Tommy John. One inning struck out two of the three batters he faced. Beautiful. Mm, Pretty good. Didn't give up a run. Second outing. Didn't give up a run, struck out four. Third outing, didn't give up a run. Fourth outing, didn't give up a run. Fifth outing, guess what, Rick? Didn't give up a run. Didn't give up a goddamn run. Seven appear or sorry, seven innings pitched now in five appearances since coming back from Tommy John, and he's ripping it up. So shout out to Eric Sabrowski. He's a hot guy. He is. He's very handsome. He's a hot guy. So you don't think we could convince him to throw a couple pitches at us this year? He's busy. Yeah. yeah, he's got shit to do. Yeah. Why? He's a hot guy. I'm doing hot guy shit. Call him up, Cleveland. Come on. I'm gonna start tweeting him. The uh, he's got time. Greg, a yep. promo code does work. I saved, <laughs> I saved 462 on my large pepperoni pizza. May I make a discussion here? Well, I'm gonna wait till 10 p.m. and use a 50% off code. No, no, you need to get some dips. So get the get the garlic dip and the spicy garlic dip and get like five of each because they're they're. Well, I wonder if that's gonna help me save a little bit. Let's find out. Well, I guarantee you, every that. time you add something, it's gonna make you save more. While Liam's working on his discount, we'll check back in with him. Uh, by the way, nothing from the the mascot Hall of Fame. They still ghosting us. <laughs> Maybe they were the ghosts in my closet. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> Have you tried reaching out again? Let's all start badgering them. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna Andy defrain them. I'm gonna write one letter a week until they give us punter in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, we, we could probably. Have to, we have to figure out what, like what the anti mascot Hall of Fame is and go for them. Yeah. Whoever's taking down the mascot Hall of Fame, we got to go after that. The alternate mascot Hall of Fame. Yeah. It was the NHL Hall of Fame this week, too. We didn't talk about that. Uh, shout out to former Edmonton Oilers head coach, Ken Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. That is our honorary hot performer. Yeah. Did anybody in show park. Is anybody in this room upset about Alex McGillney not making it? I think the conversation is done. Shouldn't be in there. I think it should in- be there, but it should be, but it's interesting not. Yeah. But they were saying it's like, oh, it's tougher now to put in a Russian. He defected. Yeah, he if left. anything, it's like, like a fuck you the, to this whole thing. Yeah. To be like, look, McGillney's in the hall now. Yeah, they Suck showed it. him two spots. Yeah. There's that story too, and I'm going to fuck it up because of when Mike Keenan was coaching in Vancouver and he was screaming at, I'm paraphrasing, he's screaming at Alex McGillney and everybody's kind of like, oh man, he doesn't normally go on Alex McGillney that much. And then Alex McGillney goes, do you know the story of how I defected? Do you know how they threatened to kill all my family? Do you think I'm fucking scared of you? Something like that. Great. <laughs> That's pretty close. So you know what, Alex McGillney, that story, again, every year it pops up around Hall of Fame time. That is my <laughs> hot performer of the week. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot because I'm flat. You ain't because you're not. With two dips, I save five and 12. There you go. Oh boy. Savings mm-hmm. from Jason, the intern. If you're a dipper, man, grab more. 
They're very good. <laughs> well, we'll see. I don't, I don't want the price going up anymore, right? Trying to save some money. Yeah. But your savings <laughs> are going up at the same time, though. It is true. That the is more true. you spend, the more you save. <laughs> the old <laughs> saver's fallacy. Yep. Sometimes you just want to dip your fingers in there and give them a little lick, too, so you need some extras. Right? <laughs> you getting any food caught in that soup strainer of yours yet or no? This little guy? <laughs> it looks like you can hear, it can handle a little something now. Yeah, every now and then. All right. I do need to give it a bit of a trim. I don't like think a so. Poppy seed, perhaps, or a sesame seed off a Big Mac. I'd like to see you go I, full Lorax, actually, a, if I'm being honest. More of a quarter pounder guy on a Big Mac. Mm. Easiest to eat when you're driving. <laughs> uh huh. There. <laughs> Again, Cornerstone Insurance. Don't listen. <laughs> Cornerstone INS. That's you. Uh, thank you to Cornerstone Insurance, <sighs> AMA Travel, Betway, Wilhawk, Beef Jerky, and Star Mechanical for making Oilers Nation possible. And most importantly, all of you, watch out next week. We're going to have two episodes of Oilers Nation Radio next week. Tyler's going to be in Nashville. Watch out for some articles from Nashville on OilersNation.com. We're going to have a lot of stuff coming up next week and the week after, after free agency. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.